everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Lonely Sluts Podcast. I'm Claire. And I'm Sarah. And in this mini-sode, we're going to be completely self-indulgent. I mean, this whole podcast is pretty self-indulgent, but this episode is more so. We do have a couple questions that are left over from the last time, but this is going to be a mainly bringing you up to date on our lives. I have a couple romantic narratives that I think are over now, and I'm going to update you on it. But first, Sarah has a big life change. Yeah, so um, I moved. Uh, I moved to Pittsburgh, and I have now been here for about two weeks. Um, I'm still not used to it at all. I moved in (laughs) with my brother and his fiance. And it's been an interesting but fun dynamic to get used to. I do not like driving here. I think it's the worst. Um, I now live with a dog, so that's exciting for life reasons, but kind of frustrating for podcast reasons because he's quite loud. Um, But yeah, no, it's been really interesting adapting to a northern lifestyle because I've lived in South Carolina for essentially my whole life. And... Now I'm just looking for a job and hoping for the best. Also, Tinder and like crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, what's the Tinder game like up there? Um, I would say the Tinder game is significantly better. I Really? Yeah, like I mean, and I say that meaning well, I think there's just more okay. people because it's a, it's definitely a bigger town than Columbia. Mm. So there's just, you know, a wider range, a sample size also, is greater. Also, more your cup of tea. Yeah, and it's, I think it's more my cup of tea because we're in the north. We're around a lot of... I mean, I guess I was around a lot of universities in Columbia, but I'm around a lot of universities in Pittsburgh. Um, And yeah, I don't know. I think that it'll be slightly, slightly better than the Tinder game in Columbia. But, you know, only time will tell. So, Do you want to hear my hypothesis? Yes. I think you're just more open to it up there. I think in Columbia, you had a mindset. You were like, I'm leaving. I'm what's the point? Everybody here is not what I want. And then you get here and you're like a whole new world full of all new boys. And you're just like, wow, endless possibilities. That's very true. I think there's actually three reasons I'm more, now that you say that, I think there's three Mm -hmm. reasons I'm more open to it. A, I knew I was leaving Columbia, so I wasn't super attached. Um, B, I always had the fear that like they would somehow know people I know or like it would just be weirdly intertwined with like my actual real life and like it would just be too complicated in that way and I don't I literally don't know anybody here except for my brother and his fiance um and I'm not gonna find either of them on tinder so that's good um and then <laughs> you hope see I recently got rejected so I <laughs> I'm more open to uh trying to f- like find other people so I think those are the three main reasons is there anything else that you would like to say about Pittsburgh? Because rejection is a really good segue to my next story. Oh, um, no. I think you can just take the reins from here. Okay. Let's talk about me getting my feelings hurt again. Are you ready? <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think this is the end of the fish pick narrative, alas. Um, so I thought we had plans, and he came into town, And we ended up meeting up, like, we, like, put in, like, I had explicitly told him earlier in the week that I was like, hey, I'm going to bring you home with me on Friday. And he seemed to respond positively to that. Not, like, overwhelming enthusiasm, but that's fine because, like, we weren't, like, make, I don't know. It was fine. Like, I had figured we had plans because we were meeting and we met up. And then he, like, 
got really weird. He, um, he was in a different part of the bar. Like, he was out with friends and I was out with friends, but I thought that we had an agreement to, like, go out Mm -hmm. with our separate groups together and then he was just going to come back with me because that is what we had discussed. Not in a lot of detail, but, like, I was very explicit because I literally said, I have every intention of taking you home with me. And he was like, cool. I was like, great. (laughs) Anyway, um, he didn't come home with me. He didn't really talk to me the whole night. And I was very forward, which maybe is the problem. But, like, he was like, we were going to a separate bar, which was, like, right down the street. And I, like, went up to him again. And I was, like, talking to him. And I was like, hey, my friends are going to the next bar. Are y'all coming with us? And he was like, no, I think we're going to stay here. And I was like, all right, that's fine. What are you doing? And he was like, I'm just going to stay here. And I was like, okay, no, but, like, what are you doing later? And he was just like, I don't know. And I'm like, are you coming back with me? And he was like, he did this thing where he kept being like, oh, God, uh, God, uh, I don't, uh, I don't know. Ugh, that's the worst. And he was like looking up at the sky being like, ah, like you're tempting me, but I have other obligations, which is bullshit because he was like in town for the week. I didn't want that much time. I had shit to do the next day. Like he didn't even have to stay. Whatevs. Um, but basically he was like, okay, okay, we'll just meet up. We'll meet up at the end of the night and I'll come back with you. And I was like, great. And so I went back to the next bar and I wasn't that worried about it. But my friend was like, where are the boys? And I was like, ah, they're back at the other bar. And um, I texted him and he was like, yeah, we're on the way to this bar. And I was like, great, cool. And I got my hopes up a little bit again that things were going to be like, you know, looking Mm up. And then they couldn't get in because one of his friends didn't have his ID. And these men are all older than me. Like they're like upper 20s like they they're legal dude who didn't have his id had like a big beard like he (laughs) he was obviously an adult but whatever and then i was getting ready to go anyway and he was like we're just gonna go home and i was like oh well you can just hop like i'm gonna call a car right now anyway come with me and he was like oh no (laughs) i'm just gonna go home with the guys and i was like all right and then i got my feelings hurt really bad because a i had been drinking and b I had been kind of using him as a band-aid uh, for, like, six months about uh, I'm still really upset about football, which I feel is a little bit pathetic, but I had focused on fish pick instead. And then I got rejected by what I thought was a sure thing, and it hurt my feelings very badly. Sarah, you ever cried in an Uber? <laughs> um, I've never cried in an Uber, but I've been with you as you've <laughs> cried in an Uber. And hey, it's becoming my signature move. Yeah, so that's something. <laughs> so yeah, I've cried in an Uber twice now, <sighs> and it's all my fault because, like, I get my hopes up for shit that just oh well. But that was kind of a, a moment where I was like, maybe I need to chill for a sec. You know, sabbatical I'm, from men? Question mark. Yes. So I'm doing well today on the day of recording this. It is June 26th, and since the second week of June, I have been on a sabbatical from men. I broke my snap streak with fish pick on purpose because we had maintained contact for like a week after that encounter, but I was like, he wasn't responding like normal. He was responding like I'm maintaining the streak. If that makes any mm-hmm. sense which we discussed in a previous episode, that phatic communication, I hate it. Um, and I broke the streak because I was like, I don't think he just wants to talk to me. I think he just wants to maintain the streak. And after we broke the streak, I haven't heard from him. It's been almost this whole month. It's been three weeks. That's so annoying to me. He, yeah. uh, 
his whole saga in your life frustrates well, me. Well, it was just fun. Like, I wasn't, like, looking to, like, get married. Like, I, I was enjoying whatever we were doing. But if, like, what's the point of maintaining communication if we're not going to... Do the fun stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I don't want to send bullshit Snapchats, like, all day. Like, I'm cool. Like, I don't know. I'm just really, really confused. Like, I must have read something wrong. I don't really know how. Because we hooked up before. Like, the way this whole thing started was... He asked me on a date. He asked me on a real-life date in November. I don't know. I, I And then, I, but I was still seeing football, so I, like, didn't. I don't know. I, I guess he doesn't like me anymore, and I'm really confused about it, because I don't think I've changed. I will say, I mean, like, he also had all of his own baggage, I'm sure. Oh, we all do, always. But I'm not, like, looking to get married. I'm looking yeah, to, like, but I don't, I, borrow I just a couple hours. You don't know? understand. A, I never understand not being super straightforward. Like, his whole, like, <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't hemming know. I was and hawing about going home with you or not. And then ultimately yeah, not. literally like, just that's tell so me annoying. and then I can, ugh, you're telling me. <laughs> anyway. So I'm doing what the, like, you know how people do, like, a dry January where they don't drink in January? Mm-hmm. I'm doing, like, a dry June, but from men. And that's, it's almost over. That's funny, because my cousin and her husband were doing a dry June, but then we came and visited, and they both drank beer, so. Wow. If you came to town, I might have to break my dry June, too, so. I'm a bad influence, is what I'm being told. No, no, you're fun. Fun Sarah. <laughs> good times Casey. Oh, good times Casey. My next story is, while I'm participating in Dry June, the devil tries to tempt me. (laughs) That's the subject header for this story. (laughs) The devil tries to tempt me. Guess, Sarah, I know you know this, but just guess for the the pleasure of our listening audience. Guess, guess, guess who texted me? Oh, I can only, I mean, I can only imagine it would be a (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah, t-shirt fucking texted me. Um, just a refresher, I put this on our social media, so if you follow that there, our last exchange, he texted me and he was like, hey, what's up? And I didn't answer. And then he was like, oh, sorry, wrong Claire. And I was like, that's fine. Feel free to delete my number so it won't happen again. And he was like, so cold. And I didn't answer him. This was in May. This was in May. And so I told him to delete my number. You know, I felt like that would make a, a clear message. Sarah, mm-hmm. would you would you? Oh get yeah, that? no, one hundred percent. Okay, just checking. Um, but he did not get it. He texted me like two weeks ago, and he was like, "Hey, I know you told. I have to pull it up. I literally have a screenshot on my phone because I deleted his number again, but I have a screenshot of our conversation." He was like, "Hey, I know you told me to delete your number, but I didn't. When are you gonna stop hating me?" And I'm like. What the fuck, dude? Like, if I told you to delete my number, like... Just follow through. It's such a simple task. Yeah, man. Like, obviously. And so... But, like, here's the thing. Are you ready for this? I'm so much softer than I let on. I'm so much softer. Because I don't hate him. I just am tired of being a sucker. Like, I really... Like, I don't... Like, literally, if I had given him the opportunity to be in the same room as me and had him explain himself, this would be a whole nother conversation that we're having because I am so soft and I am a sucker. If he was like, I'm sorry, like I would have fallen for that 
bullshit again. I already did this once. I'm I not feel like you have, you have big, like, counseling energy, if that makes sense. Like, you have big, like, talk it out, like, understanding, more empathetic energy in person. Whereas yes, via, like, you. text and, like, internet stuff, I feel like you can separate yourself from that a little bit and you can be more blunt well, and straightforward. I'm so soft because I'm like, look, we're all humans looking for connection in this world. <laughs> and I'm like, everybody just wants to be loved. Like, and I understand that we are imperfect and we are flawed and there are like, where there's insecurity behind a lot of the things that we do and like fear is motivating a lot of shitty behavior. Like I know like a lot of the why, but that doesn't change the what, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, huh. like, like it, I, it provides an explanation, not an excuse, if that yes. makes sense. Oh, that's so uh, succinct. I love it. Yes. It provides an explanation, not an excuse. But I would fall, not fall for it, but like I would buy into it. I would be like, oh, he's sorry, which is not true. Or he might be sorry, but it doesn't matter. Because like, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do? Let him like treat me like shit again? No. So I messaged him back and I was like, I don't hate you. I'm just not interested in wasting any more time. I'm honestly embarrassed about the way I handled the whole thing. And I don't feel like getting involved again. Trying to figure out what you wanted felt like banging my head against the wall. I don't think you know what you're looking for. And it's exhausting. It's not worth my time. Which um, I've had written in my notes <laughs> for months. That's the most on-brand Claire thing. <laughs> response just like pre-made just sealed signed everything in my notes just in case this whole conversation came up literally well I didn't have the sentence where I was like t-shirt I don't hate you I just the rest of it though I literally had in my notes and I was like oh I get to use my monologue and (laughs) And honestly that little high probably like propelled you through this whole conversation yeah no dude after after I sent that I went to the gym because I was like I gotta ride this adrenaline right now because like I'm and I ran so fast on the treadmill and I was so sore the next day because I literally don't run and I was like gotta and I like ran it was anyway it was great And he texted back and he goes, I understand. I was really immature about the whole situation as well. And I handled it poorly. And I texted him back, like after I finished running, I I left him for like probably 40 minutes and I texted him back and I go, thank you for the apology. I've moved on and you should too. And then I saw the little bubbles like he was going to type back and then he never did. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that part. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah, fun little cliffhanger. Like, but I'm so glad he didn't because if he did, I th- I don't think I could have done that power move again. Like, I already tried. <laughs> like, I used You're all like, of no, my mojo. I just sent the last good thing. You need to just leave it there. Yes, and he did. Thank you. That's the that's the best thing he's ever done for me is not reply to that text message. And I've seen him since then, and he, like, pretended like things are normal because we're both bullshitters. But I still – I wish he never texted me because now every time I see him, I want to throw up again. And I didn't feel like that for a while, but now I do. That is annoying. That's frustrating. Mm-hmm. I, like, I don't even know, like, what's, like, in his mind. Like, what happened in his life that he spurred that text? Like, he decided to Just make because that I'm text. hot and competent, <laughs> and he sees me around sometimes, and he's like, oh. Missed that. Fucking blew that. Yeah, you did, dude. So we have to pray that I never get in a situation where he and I are, like, in the same room where he can apologize. But I hope he won't. I hope he's like, wow, she's a bitch. Because that's what I'm trying to do. I literally have been an ice queen to him. Like, I, like even at the end, like, last end of September, beginning of October, when I was doing my stupid backslide and he was blowing me off, I was being a class A bitch to him, like, response-wise. <laughs> and I'm, I don't, Yeah. He's a sucker too, man. Like, we shouldn't be together. There's, like, looking back, there's so many red flags. So many. 
And I just like glossed yeah. over them because I was like, we have connection. Like, okay, this is the thing, right? So, <sighs> sex is like one thing, and I'm literally just not concerned about it. But like, it's emotional intimacy that I think is the thing that I am like longing for. Are you ready? This is deep. This is so deep. Like, not to be like tooting my own horn or whatever, but like, if I wanted to get laid, I literally could. Okay, you could too. Thank you. We could, <laughs> no, I know. We have anecdotal evidence. Like, if we're on a mission, things are fine. Like, we got it covered. But it's the, like, emotional intimacy with somebody that, like, you're compatible with on a, like, friendship level, too. You know what I mean? Like, it's the conversation and, like, the – and the, the thing that fucked me up so bad with – this is a therapy lesson. Therapy lesson? <laughs> this is a therapy session. <laughs> So everybody gets to hear me work out my own inner thoughts, which is fine. I told you this is self-indulgent. But um, no, like the thing with him was I had this perceived emotional intimacy because I knew his backstory and he knew mine. And we like spent so much time talking about stuff Mm -hmm. that I had thought that we had built a level of like friendship, trust. I don't know. Like I thought that. There like was a good a level foundation of, for that. Yeah. And I didn't think we had, like, a serious relationship. Like, we weren't, like, dating. But, like, I mm-hmm. definitely didn't expect him to just, like, up and ghost. Like, you and wouldn't we- even do that to a friend is the type yeah, of thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Especially in our situation where we, like, see each other so regularly. Like, wh- it was, like, a – it was very, very upsetting to me. And so the fact that he, like, messages me again and is, like – why do you hate me? And I'm like, dude, did you not live the same life I did? Because that was like a really shitty move. So I don't know. That has also impacted my dry June. I'm also like insanely busy at work, so I don't really have time for anything else. But I'm trying to I'm debating right now. And I might put this as a poll on our social media mm-hmm. when this um, podcast comes out on Sunday. I'm speaking in the future tense, but when you're listening to it, this podcast will be out. But I might put this as a poll. I'd be like, should I extend my dry June into July for my own mental health? Or should I create more content and get back on the apps? I think for your mental health, you should extend your dry June. And Mm -hmm. I, for (gasps) expanding my comfort zone, because I've never actually, like, I've only met up with people off of apps, like, twice maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that I should be the one to try and maybe do something (laughs) for once in my life okay i'll put the poll up anyway but um well that's my two cents that's how i would vote so everyone else make your own decisions yeah we'll see what happens and then i'm gonna make my own decision totally independent of anybody's advice (laughs) because that's like and fuck that poll i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna do it but i still want to know what y'all think i'm gonna put the poll up okay so that's it. I think that's the end of those two sagas. I pray that's the end of at least T-shirt saga. If Fishpick wandered back in and explained himself and came home with me, that'd be fine. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just so confused about that. Like, literally. That's, I think I'm more annoyed than anything. I'm not even, like, I guess I'm a little confused because he didn't provide any explanation. Or, yeah, like, no, I'm just, like, so confused about what the what changed. I'm like, we were having some pretty flirty conversation like that week you know like there was no like there was no moment that you can really go back to and be like oh maybe that's what like spurred this decision or anything there's just confusion and annoyance (laughs) and like i said 
that I was being forward. And I was, but I was not being clingy. Like, I went and I talked to him when we first got there. And then I was with my friends most of the night. And then I talked to him, like, before we left. Like, I don't really, I, I don't know. Whatever. I don't think I'm an inherently clingy person, but Oh, no, whatever. I don't think you are either. Thank you. Okay, let's wrap this up. Let's talk. I have two questions that are left over from the last time we asked questions. And the first one is, should you talk about politics on the first date, especially in this political climate? Sarah, do you want to go or do you want me to go first? I want you to go first. (laughs) Okay. My answer for that is, it depends on where you want this to go. If this is a Tinder date and you're like, I just want to hook up with this dude, don't talk about it. Do not mention it one little bit um, because then you might have some regrets if you still want to hook up with them and then you find out that they have totally different beliefs than you and then you'll have a moral conflict and then you'll have regret. I, that's just my thought. But if you're looking to like build a relationship with this somebody, like the sooner the better because then you're not emotionally involved in them and then you can just ditch if you're like, oh, this guy's like a huge racist. I'm out. Thanks for the drinks. You never buy. You know what I mean? Like you can. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Yeah, no. I think, I think so if you're going on a formal first date, I think if it comes up in like a casual way or like a natural way, like not just like you immediately straightforwardly asking, um, I think it's okay to discuss because I would like to know the sooner the better. Um, if they're a terrible person or not, or I guess I should say if our values align or not. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) yeah, look at us trying to be all like sensitive. I'm trying to, I'm definitely being high and mighty about my opinions. Um, but I think, I think it shouldn't be as taboo as everyone makes it seem. Um, no, no, no. You should totally discuss ideas. Like, I think you should discuss, like it, I think political leanings show people's morals. Like it shows Mm -hmm what you value and your ethics and everything. So when people are like, A, like you shouldn't let politics divide relationships or you shouldn't like blah, 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 or you shouldn't discuss it on like these types of dates. Like, I just don't quite understand that because I think that's a good insight to who they are as a person um, for the most part. And I, yeah, so I think, I don't think like you should, I don't think it should be a questionnaire on the first date. I don't think, that it should be like an interview and you bring it up like that. But if it just happens to come up, I don't think that's such a terrible thing. Like, I don't think it's a taboo thing to do. So, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So this next question is way more serious than that. I don't know if we can even like, all right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Do y'all vet guys based on their butts? <laughs> <laughs> I should. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have more of an opinion? Elaborate, because then I have to I like mine. nice butts. I'm not going to lie. Um, one of the guys that I talked to for a good bit had a really nice butt, and that was a plus. Um, and one of the more recent guys that I liked uh, did not, and he rejected hmm. me, so. <laughs> yeah, I also got rejected by a man with a bad butt. That would be t-shirt. Um, and then I got rejected by a man with an okay butt, and that would be fish pick. And then... I haven't paid a lot of attention to most, but in general, no. It's not a make or break thing. I can appreciate a good butt. It's not a make or break, but it's definitely a plus. Well, like, okay, here's the thing. I have no butt. I, unfortunately, kind of top heavy, but I have no butt. And I literally did the stair climber today and I did all these, like, lunges. Like, I'm trying so hard, but genetically, I don't think it's in the cards for me. 
Unless I, like, get some kind of, like, Kardashian-style training where they're like, you have to eat this, and then you have to do all these butt workouts, and this is your full-time job is to have a butt. I don't think it's going to happen. So I feel like I can't judge men on their butts because I have no butt. I have a slight butt. It's just not toned. I wish I could, Mm. like, I could easily probably put effort in and tone my butt, but it's just, like, it's an average butt, but I definitely like guys with a better butt. One time I got a text from T-Shirt back in the day and he was like, we're, we're flirting. And he said something, he's like, I think your ass is underrated. And I think that is the most comical thing I've ever heard. It's like a left-handed compliment. Yeah. Well, like, first off, I, no, I think it's hilarious. I've been thinking about, it's been like over a year and I'm like, hmm, my ass is underrated. Like, who's rating it too low? <laughs> like, that's the thing that makes, like, did he rate it originally and was like, oh, it's down here. And he's like, ah. That's too low. I think I already rated that, actually. Or are there people discussing it, which is even funnier to me, because I don't (laughs) even think that's a talking point. I got a lot to talk about on my person, and I don't think that's even makes the cut, but it's underrated, according to him. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think he adjusts his rating. Is it appropriately rated now? I don't I don't know. I don't think it. I don't think you should adjust your rating on that based on how you are emotionally. (laughs) That's a concrete thing. Yeah, no, 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 this is like the butt isolated. Like, did he adjust my butt rating once he realized it was underrated? Did he up it? Is it correct? Did he fix it? I don't know. My butt's now a 6.7 on the (laughs) t-shirt scale. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. I think that's everything we have for this Mm mini-sode. Thank you so much for listening to me talk about my feelings on the podcast I created for me to talk about my feelings. I... (laughs) I could go to therapy. This is cheaper. Is it? These microphones were a little expensive. <laughs> yeah, it is. There was a one-time <laughs> fee for this, and I can use them as many times as I want. All right. Thanks for listening so much. Um, tune in next week. We'll have another full-length episode, which I'm very excited about. Um, our DMs are open on Instagram and Twitter, The Lonely Sluts on both of those and then our gmail is the lonely sluts at gmail.com anything else sarah nope um (laughs) (laughs) that's it (laughs) okay bye